0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Pretending with Dice As always, I'm your host and game master AJ. Uh, I know we've been kind of keeping the intros fairly casual as we've been running these uh, one-shot stories for the past couple of episodes, Uh, but I did just want to say a huge thank you to all of you for uh, tuning in and listening to us for these past three years Uh, This week was the third anniversary of the release of our first episode. Uh, I just can't believe how quickly the time's flown by Uh, Your support means so much to all of us here on the podcast and uh, we all hope you'll stick with us uh, for what's still to come. Uh, obviously, uh, last year we did our big uh, two-year anniversary Q&A episode, uh, taking your questions and uh, whatnot. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> the uh, anniversary kind of snuck up on me this year, and uh, by the time I realised, I didn't really have time to kind of organise anything similar. Of course, this isn't really helped by the whole uh, social distancing thing as it's kind of tricky to get a bunch of us in one room together right now. Uh, I'm thinking what we'll most likely try and do is get out a Q&A episode again a little later on in the year uh, if restrictions are eased to the point where we can get together. Uh, So watch this space for uh, news on that. Uh, we'll definitely be asking for your questions and comments and whatnot uh, when we do. Of course, if you ever have anything to say uh, at any point, you know, questions or whatnot, you can always get in touch with us on our social media pages on Twitter and Facebook, both of which we are at Pretend With Dice. Uh, right then, uh, all that said, uh, let's recap what happened in our last episode. In the dwarven town of Shalefast, within the pub known as the Fantastic Squeezebox, we met Wandering Adventurer, Ruby, and the pub's landlord and ex-rogue, Meg. Uh, They were soon engaged by a man named Jackson Black, uh, a young aspiring member of the Explorers' Guild, uh, to join him on an expedition to climb the highest summit in the Drakeseat Mountains, the Winged Peak. Uh, After setting out, it soon became clear that Jackson had no clue what he was doing, and had most likely spent most of his life in uh, comfortable luxury. (laughs) Uh, Determined to make his name though, and not too proud to accept the advice of Megan Ruby, uh, the group soldiered on, uh, bringing with them a young half-elf named Nairn from Shelfast to attend to Jackson's horse. Uh, leaving the safety of the trade road through the mountains on the second day of their trip, it wasn't long before they stumbled across the camp of a small gang of bandits. Uh, a fight ensued and the group managed to quickly put pay to the bandits, with the single survivor pleading with them to spare him in exchange for a promise to change his ways. Uh, sending the wounded, now ex-bandit, back to the road with uh, Nan and the horse, uh, the trio set off to continue their journey. And that's pretty much where we left off last time so without any further ado let's begin today's episode enjoy So, uh, after spending a little time catching your breath after your fight with the bandits uh, you gather your packs and possessions and turn to continue your long trudge up the valley uh, catching one last glimpse of Nan leading the injured prisoner and Jackson's horse Whisper back the way you would come towards the trade road. Uh, The higher up the valley you go, the more that you notice that the winds are definitely kind of picking up and they've got a bit more of a kind of chilling bite to them uh, than they did at the sort of lower altitudes. It's not painful yet, but it's definitely a lot more uncomfortable, shall we say. (laughs) Uh, It's getting on in the afternoon uh, towards evening when you crest the final ridge of the valley that you're in and get your first good look at the winged peak itself still a few miles away, but it's rising ominously ahead of you, its summit currently shrouded in some low clouds. Jackson sort of blows out a sort of, whew, there it is. Look at it.
1: I'm sorry, thank you, was you was thinking of just how big a mountain that is. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking we said camp and <laughs> do it in the morning.
0: <laughs> it's pretty big. I mean, you're, you're quite high up anyway. Um, mm-hmm. you know you're kind of up in the range if that makes sense um yeah. so it's not like you're kind of at sea level and you're looking up at like a massive you know sort of mountain from there but it is it is pretty big it's the tallest one in the um in the mountain range but yeah it's 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 pretty high mm-hmm. it's definitely kind of a lot higher than than you're at at the moment um down in these valleys but um yeah you are you're a, you're a far way above sea level yourself but it's it's definitely going to be a possibly a treacherous climb so so what are you thinking do you you said maybe set a camp in the morning what's the what's the thought i'd say it's it's maybe about half three four o'clock in the afternoon at the moment
2: okay well maybe we could like what get a few more hours in and then set up camp at a reasonable spot Um.
0: yeah Yeah, yes we set up a set up a base camp that was was, um all of the uh legendary adventurers whose books uh, i've read uh all have a, a sort of home base where they they make their Assaults on the peaks and, and such.
2: Usually they've got like five or six more people, and we there's only the three of us.
0: So well, yeah,
2: we uh, kind of have to carry all our stuff.
0: Yes, but I've read their books. I have all their knowledge. It should be fine.
1: Ah, uh, just still to take it, my
2: stuff. Could still take the stuff?
0: <laughs> yep.
2: Oh, our wow. experience. Our experience um, should count for something. We've. How many mountains have you actually climbed? None, I
0: presume. This uh, this will be the first, and uh, well, what I want to start on?
2: Then take it from experience. This it's better to go with experience than most things in a book.
0: Oh, have, have you climbed a mountain Some, before? Then uh, Meg,
2: many, huh. many, many, yeah, filled with large goats. At one point, it's a terrible story. Hm.
0: Should we be expecting some large goats on this one? that's—I've uh, that, never read, never heard of that in the books I've read. But...
2: Ah, so, so they, they can't know everything about mountains.
0: Mm. Well, quite clearly. Good thing I brought you along—first-hand knowledge and all that.
2: Mm, exactly. So, take my word—we'll
1: be taking all our stuff.
0: Well, yes, yeah, so we wouldn't want to leave, uh, leave any of this behind.
1: <laughs> if we do another. Two to three hours, then set up camp. Mm. We will want to get a good amount of sleep before progressing any higher.
0: Mm. Yes, well, all sounds, uh, all sounds good to me. Yes, (laughs) onward. Sooner we get there, sooner we can uh, set up camp and uh, have some, uh, have some food and uh, prepare ourselves for the, uh, the adventure ahead of us.
2: Yeah, that's the plan, Jackson
0: so uh yeah so heading down the ridge then uh, you you sort of make your way uh towards the mountain it as i say it's still a couple of miles distant from from where you were and a couple of hours later you arrive on a sort of um not like a plateau, but like a kind of—I don't want to say convenient because it sounds like—I'm <laughs> just saying like, oh, how convenient! You found a neat spot, a neat spot to stop. But you kind of have found a, a neat, yeah, you found a little kind of um, little kind of sheltered nook that you can um, set up camp and and hopefully strike out from in the uh, in the morning. And looking up, the the clouds are clearing a little bit as the as the evening is wearing on, and you get your sort of first proper look up towards the summit it's it's, you know it's it's really high above you but you can finally see what kind of gives the the peak its name is that the actual summit itself has a almost looks like a kind of split in it and the the way that the rocks have sort of formed around this split it almost looks like a kind of pair of kind of folded in wings with a slight kind of gap at the top if that makes sense it's possibly where the peak has gotten its name from think of the um the mountain with the with satan on the top of it at the, the end of fantasia <laughs> kind of <laughs> this isn't ominous foreshadowing i'm just trying to think of it yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah as you as you dump your packs uh, Jackson's sort of standing there looking at it up at it and uh, uh, yes there it is so getting a fire started i take it yes it is still, it's pretty chilly up here actually you know you're not up in sort of frostbite territory but it's pretty you know you're you're quite high up now, really, you're definitely higher up than you were at um, Shellfast and and where you camped last night and everything. So you are, um, you know, a fire is probably going to be a bit of a necessity. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes, yeah. a good fire. Um, so we can be as well rested as possible before attempting this. Mm. And Toby looks up at the peak, and silently the wondering to herself, that's not an actual dragon, I hope. This could be interesting. <laughs> oh well, well.
0: <laughs> from, from the size of it, it would have to be, you know, it would be a dragon. If it, if it was a dragon on the peak, it would be, you know, several hundred feet across and everything. You know, it it, it definitely looks like rock from where you are.
1: excellent that is reassuring. <laughs> uh, Jackson, can we have
2: a look at your map so we can see the best way to approach this?
0: Ah, quite, yes, well uh, see, he rummages through his pack pulls out the map. It's not as detailed as you would maybe maybe hope it's not like a sort of fully kind of like laying out kind of um, mm. sort of geographical yeah, survey uh, map or anything like that um, Yeah, I'm kind
2: of looking for like landmarks to see if they match up with this one and just to give me like a perspective mm. of like the map versus reality from our view and just be like right so that could be here <laughs> kind of thing
0: okay i feel like there there's probably a check we can make for this i, mean, I could fold that into like a survival check because survival is generally like tracking and kind of sort of knowing where you are and foraging and stuff mm-hmm. so yeah let, let give, give me a survival check if you could for that
2: um, okay i have nothing in survival so i will just roll a natural 20. Fourteen.
0: Fourteen. That's not bad. Okay, yeah, I mean you, you kind of look around, um you you know what valley you came up. Um, you know, you weren't just sort of stumbling blindly through the mountains hoping that you got here. You had a good idea of the route you were taking, and you're able to sort of lay out um get it get a good layout of where you are. You are still very much kind of what you would consider like the the base of the mountain, if that makes sense. Um mm. But there's a yeah, there's a you, c- you can definitely see a couple of different routes you could possibly take to get up the mountain itself. There's um, a couple of sort of ridge lines uh, in different sort of with different kind of levels of shelter on them, really. <laughs> and again, as I say, the, the the map itself isn't really you know it doesn't have like much in the way of kind of like okay, here's a hundred foot steep. Thing, or this is a, you know, a quite shallow climb or anything. You know, it's it, it's, it's got a lot of the, the ridges and things kind of sketched in, but you get the idea that whoever made the map maybe didn't climb it themselves. They were maybe, if anything, working off of, like, what it would look like from a distance. And the higher up okay. it goes, the more uh, fuzzy the details are on the map. <laughs> if that makes sense?
2: <laughs> yeah. Mick's noticing this going, hmm... I'm going to look, share this knowledge with uh, Ruby. This map's not that great.
0: <laughs> as well, I, it was the, uh, the best I could find, I'm, I'm afraid. Uh, yes.
1: Did your book tell you which approach that some of these previous explorers took?
0: Uh, well, actually, actually, none of the books I read uh, uh, were by people who climbed this mountain. Uh, as I said, we, we'd be the first in uh, 200 years to run it, uh, and uh, even before that, most of those who did were members of the uh, Order of the Dragon Slayers, and uh, well, they were a bit tight-lipped uh, when it came to divulging their secrets, uh, not a uh, not a particularly high literary output, shall we say? Yes, nobody ah. really knows what happened to them, but I uh, say they didn't Dragon leave slayers. too many journals. Yes, the Dragon Slayers. Have you not heard of them?
2: Oh no, I've heard of them. I've heard of them.
0: Hmm. You sure you don't sound very uh com- confident in that?
2: Nope, nope, nope.
0: You can roll a history check if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: she's she's, she's exaggerated. She's just like I uh, dragon dragon slayers, great, great dragon, dragon slayers,
1: and and that mountain looks awfully like a dragon.
0: Oh, that's about-
1: Some of them didn't come back. Hmm. Uh, by all accounts, none
2: of them came back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: If, uh, well, if um, the stories I've heard are to be believed, then uh, the, the dragon slayers used to uh, climb uh, climb all the mountains in this range. Uh, as their name implies, hunting down uh, uh, dragons who were sort of a scourge on this land over, uh, in centuries past. And um, I suppose if there weren't any dragons left, they wouldn't have any need to climb the mountains. But uh, as I say, they, were, they didn't exactly leave uh, their own uh, history for in written form for people to to read it was a mostly a they were a very secretive order
1: and it was some time ago at this
0: oh yes it as I say 200 years ago uh, around about be hmm. sure that there's probably some elves or somebody who was around at that time but uh, so suffice to say uh, I'm not quite that old myself
1: <laughs> I wonder which of these approaches do you think we should pry in the morning?
0: You kind of uh, seem sort of looking at <laughs> looking at the map, which I, I think you're just kind of pointing at a couple of different...
1: Yeah, lines. yeah, just gesturing to... So this one looks hopeful, but we might end up with a very steep climb near the end. This one looks like challenging throughout, but viable. Mm. What do you think?
0: Nothing ventured, nothing gained. I mean... Do, do, do you not think it would maybe do us uh, good to hold on to as much energy as we could and for, for a possible final final burst of uh, strength to the finish?
1: Oh yes, that's, that's certainly a good strategy.
0: Yes, but well, perhaps we would try the first of them then.
1: As you wish.
0: Right, well, quite. Well, I don't know about you, but I am famished. So, yeah, he you see him kind of uh, rummaging around in his pack and he pulls out a sort of wrapped in paper, a sort of package, and you sort of um, see him break it open and there's some sort of... You're not quite sure what it is, but it looks like a sort of... Almost like a kind of sticky toffee cake, if that makes sense. He breaks off a piece of it and eats it. Yeah, so that's, that hits the spot <laughs> after a day of hiking and all, all that battling we had earlier. offers you a piece. Thanks. My mother's recipe. <laughs>
2: is it any good <laughs> um yeah well
0: <laughs> it's yeah it's 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 like a quite thick cake basically um it's quite sweet
2: in real life i like steak off pudding is like my favorite dessert
0: it's so, it's like, similar me, sort of it's like yeah. yay
2: meg i'm not so sure sure
0: <laughs> meg living in Fast, not has she gotten used to dwarven cooking do you think a lot of meats Probably. and breads and She's- things
2: yeah, she's not really a fussy eater, really. She'll eat what she's giving as long as, like, it's not actual people <laughs> kind of thing.
0: <laughs> well, we are climbing a mountain. Um, <laughs> not saying there's going to be cannibalism involved, but who knows what kind of weather blowing. I probably shouldn't be saying this kind of stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a survival situation. Yeah, you know, you
0: never know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, it tastes I'm pretty kidding. good. I'd say quite sweet.
1: Excellent. Thank you very much. Very nice.
0: He kind of wraps it back up because well, we'll save the rest for well, when we as a celebration when we reach the top or make it back down again.
1: We <laughs> would definitely have earned it. Mm, indeed. Oh, yeah. Ruby would quite like to be sorting out like an actual meal for mm-hmm. people. Sure. Um, and they're quite good at finding things in the wild mm
0: mm-hmm. and um, okay
1: we go and scavenge go for a, bit, oh,
0: well. of a uh, bit of a scavenge yeah okay can i get yeah. a uh can i get a survival check from you then please so fourteen okay yeah again you you spend um let'd say the better part of half an hour forty five minutes having a bit of a um a bit of a scout around the the kind of immediate area there's not any trees up at this level but there's some sort of brushes and scrubs and things and um I managed to find some some berries and things but then you, you also you come across a well you actually managed to get the drop on it looks like a kind of well it's a relative of a it's like a rabbit kind of thing um, would you like to hunt the rabbit or
1: yes I think so
0: yeah okay you got the 14 so I'll I'll give you I'll give you advantage on the shot shall we say you, I take it you're shooting it yeah yeah okay so can I get an uh, attack roll this is well, it's 18 18 yeah okay yeah pretty skillfully you manage to um the the rabbit never knows what's hit it and you um it's quite large you'd be able to get a decent amount of meat off of it. Um and so you return to camp with the, um, the berries and your uh quarry in hand. By this point the fire is kind of nice and warm and um you can see uh Jackson's got his bedroll and everything out. Yeah, he's not in it, he's not like fallen asleep or anything but um <laughs> yeah, he's sort of he's uh, sort of sitting there warming his hands as well again. Looks up as yeah. you can. In. ah, returned. Excellent.
1: Yes, and we should be able to have some more food as well. And awesome. then uh, I sit down and begin to slowly begin and butcher my prey. I will get a pot going
2: with some stock and some veggies. I have cheese in my bag.
0: Cheese, oh, excellent. a bit cheese? yes, yes, that would be, that'll be lo- lovely, thank you. I'm going
2: thank to take out, I'll just take out a block of cheese.
0: <laughs> Not going to lie, out of character. I would totally sit around a fire and just eat cheese.
2: <laughs> I have cheese <laughs> in my fridge, actually.
0: Um, OK, so I, th- I don't think we need to sit here and make rolls about how good dinner is, really, or anything. It's um, <laughs> right to say, if at the evening you managed to... You, you, between um, between the group, you put together a, uh, a hearty... Last meal before um, the climb begins. So, what order will it be like um, to take watches?
1: Um, again, I should probably take the middle. 20.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Like yeah. you say, you've got dark vision. Um,
1: um, I'm quite happy to
2: take the first watch.
0: Yeah, okay. All right. So, by the time uh, the other two kind of bed down, it has definitely gotten dark here. Uh, can I get a perception check from you? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay, yeah, that's really good. Um, it's mostly pretty peaceful up here, actually, for the for the most part. The sort of the wind is is not too. It's, it's sort have of died down a bit compared to how it was when you were sort of making your your first kind of approach. Um, not gone. It's a little bit sort of you know. You can definitely hear the sort of howling um, through the upper valleys and everything. Um, but the, the little kind of um, nook that you've <laughs> set your camp in is is fairly you know well uh, sheltered. You're about two thirds of the way through your uh, through your watch when you suddenly hear. Again, it's kind of it's it's sort of off in the distance, but sort of a little bit kind of above you. You just hear sort of kind of like a kind of distant kind of booming thumping.
2: Okay, sounds like something big, but it's not close.
0: It definitely sounds. It sounds like it's coming from the mountain. If that makes sense.
2: I'm gonna wait a little while. Just keep an eye on it.
0: Mhm. Okay. <clears throat> the sound kind of it does continue for maybe ten, fifteen minutes, and, uh, and then sort of seems to seems to sort of fade away. you're left again in the kind of sort of peaceful silence.
2: <clears throat> Ooh, relief. <laughs> <laughs> not coming any closer. That's okay. Okay. I'll just wait till uh, it's time to wake up Ruby, and then
0: Mhm. Okay.
1: I'll relay all that information. I don't know what it was. Who strained? Well, I suppose noises can get amplified in the mountains.
2: Yeah, that's why I kind of waited. I didn't want to like wake everybody just in case it was it was just the wind. Well, rockfalls.
0: It was kind um, of a fairly regular sort of. Boom, sort of thing. It wasn't like a kind of occasional kind of bang or anything like that. Mm. Sorry, I should have said that at the time.
2: (laughs) That's fine. Alright, well, anything
1: goes, just let me know and I will. Get your sleep now. I can
2: imagine That's Meg can just like fall asleep by sounds, the drop yeah. of the hat. I can imagine she can just drop at a hat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Um all right, Ruby, can I get a perception check from you then please? Okay, twelve. Um You don't hear a lot throughout your shift. You do think you kind of hear at one point what might be something similar to what Meg had described? you, But it's um, you know it's 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 too distant to tell if it, if it is that really the um, kind of like I say at the distant sort of boom, but you just hear it the one time, and um, most of your shift is spent pretty much in silence. Although the wind is starting to pick up now, and it's kind of in the middle of the night sort of thing, and you sure. can definitely um, you're noticing that even in the kind of little hollow that you're in, it's um, sort of whipping around like. Not sheets and things, but you know what I mean. there's stuffs rattling about a little bit.
1: So the winter weather, the the nighttime weather here is quite harsh.
0: It seems to have picked up. I, I wouldn't. I don't want to sort of say like at night it's awful and in the day it's bad. Yeah. You know, um, but it's it's definitely sort of picking up a bit this evening, if that makes sense. Yeah. So
1: Ruby makes a mental note to hmm, try to make sure you can find somewhere really secluded. <laughs> Hmm. For cats at night, if we can.
0: Yeah, you need it to be um, not too exposed, probably. Yeah. I'd say.
1: Yeah, yeah. That yeah. summer, or not, it gets cold in the mountains.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'd say you're pretty, you're pretty high up. You know, during the during the day, you're gonna have a decent amount of sun, probably. But um, just the altitude. So <Yeah>. But as I say, the rest of your watch kind of passes pretty uneventfully. It's still pretty windy when um, you go to wake up Jackson.
1: So, as I shake him awake.
0: A <laughs> oh, oh, oh. bit fresh. Water.
1: Yes, it's got a lot colder overnight. I am. Um, so, Meg heard something on her ship. Fairly quiet on mine. It could just be noise rattling through the mountain
0: range. What, what, what kind of noise? <laughs> You see his eyes have gone oh. a little wide and you—he yeah, can't. he can't he hasn't got dark vision and pretty much the only light is from the fire, so he you see him kind of just looking off into the darkness and that looking not like scared but a little wary.
1: Oh, there's nothing close. Oh There's oh. nothing this this is this is far distant from what Meg said. Far enough it probably would not have been able to get close to here, even if it knew we were here, so oh,
0: that's Let's hope so. <laughs> uh.
1: Well, if you've any trouble, wake us up, and right. I'll see you in the morning.
0: Uh, well, see you in the morning. <laughs> yes, you're able to kind of get your head down, and with aided by the wind, Jackson seems to be sort of very quiet. While you know you don't hear him sort of rattling around or anything, um, <laughs> as Meg did the other day. And um, yeah, you uh, you sleep finds you pair of you are woken by the um, the rising of the sun as you awake you can see Jackson there he's sort of he's not asleep but he's definitely kind of he's, he's sort of sat there and he's sort of leaning he's got his uh, sort of walking stick kind of thing out and he's sort of leaning on it but he, you know his head is sort of nodding as if he was just sort of about to doze if that makes sense and it, but the, the wind has kind of calmed down a little bit and he's, he's just sort of it's like, like you know, his, his head's sort of going, if that makes sense you know, he might be dozing he might be just sort of resting his eyes you can't tell, but the uh, the sun is up and you are awake
1: I think we might exchange glances <laughs> um, and then I'm just going to roll my eyes oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ruby will start breakfast and soon can be disturbed and then, like, just <laughs> sit down
0: rest. Uh, oh, 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 good morning yes, uh, right, oh, well uh, at that time already Uh well uh, happy to report nothing nothing in the night
2: <laughs> Good, good, we'll get a brew on I'll wake you up
0: <laughs> I, I wasn't sleeping I, I was keeping a, keeping a sharp eye on these cliffs Oh? Who knows what's waiting in the darkness for us
1: your diligence is admirable.
0: Oh, that's, that's very kind of you to say. I would tried my best. Um, did you, breakfast was mentioned, was it?
1: Yes, yes. Oh, I'll fire back up so we can have a good hot breakfast.
0: Ah, good. yes. So, uh, I'm not going to make you roll for breakfast or anything. <laughs> make a breakfast check for me. Um... <laughs> uh, so over the course i don't know how, would, how long do you say quick breakfast or you're t- are you taking your time to make sure everything's sort of
2: Probably like an hour yeah yeah
0: yeah for an early set off an
2: hour or something yeah like.
0: okay um so yeah 45 minutes to an hour you, you know you have a breakfast you check all your packs and everything make sure everything is uh where you know where it's easy to get to and things like that where we the, the way that you think it would be um most useful for the climb ahead and uh, leaving your campsite behind the three of you begin your climb of the mountain the first thing that strikes you when you get out of the um the little sort of hollow is that it is kind of cold and that's only going to get worse the the higher up you go it is um kind of a it's turned into kind of a cloudless morning so the heat of um the fire is sort of long behind you as you're sort of uh, trudging up the hill to begin with, but the way that where the sun's come up, you haven't at you're kind of in the shadow of the mountain on this side of it, you're on the, the western side of it, so the sky might be light, but you're still in the kind of cold shadow. So, uh, starting the climb, can I get athletics uh, checks from each of you? 20, 20, 20 for Meg, and 20. 24 again for Ruby. So, yeah, both of you straight off, no problems at all climbing up this hill. I should probably roll one for Jackson to see how he's getting on. Twenty-one. Okay, yeah. So, all three of you, early, you know, easy sort of start. You're taking the slightly easier route, as I said, oh, as you decided, and um, yeah, you feel like you're making good progress for the first uh, first hour or so. Uh, no signs around you of any kind of wildlife or anything, as far as you can see. And for the after about an hour, you you kind of you get up, you begin to get towards the edge of what you consider like the sort of vegetation line and that the sort of signs of um you you already passed the sort of tree line but the signs of kind of grasses and things are sort of starting to fade away but one thing you do notice up ahead as you kind of crest kind of the, the top of the the sort of ridge line that you'd been following upwards um onto like a little bit of a kind of slightly flatter section is what looks to be a carved stone some sort, sitting on the ridge line. It's about eight feet tall. Ooh. Looks to be there's, there's, um, it's quite neat, finely carved. There's kind of a, um, series of, um, there's kind of, not, I don't want to say there's a logo carved into it, but it's kind of a logo, and there's, diff- there's text of some sort carved into the side of it.
1: Ooh. Ooh. What language is the text in?
0: The text, uh, well, do either of you speak Draconic.
1: No. No.
0: Well, you don't know what the text says then. Um, <laughs> I,
1: have admit, I forgot to put languages in, but I don't think she would have gone it.
0: Not great. It doesn't really fit with her, her deal. No. Yeah. Okay. Jackson is standing in front of it looking up, and he says, Well, he kind of points at the logo thing. He says, Well, I, got, I haven't got the foggiest what any of this says, but uh, that appears to be the crest of the Dragon Slayers at the top there.
2: Oh. It's. I wonder who so they might have built it then
0: oh yes that, that um, stands to reason they've left it here for some reason
1: would yeah. would we recognise that the writing was interconic
0: um good question even if you can't read it would you recognise the language um I guess just make a straight intelligence check for me see if you you know see if it's something that you could You, I, I won't I'm not going to say you would be able to figure out what it says but you might recognise the language. Oh, yeah, 20, yeah. Um, yeah, you, you've definitely seen this written somewhere before, but you've just never sat down and <laughs> learned Draconic. It's quite a... It's, it's a little bit of a rare language in these parts. I know we'd said you'd said that Ruby wasn't from around here, but just in general, it's not a very common language. You don't have to recognise the, the, the script, but you, you can't translate it.
1: Well, it's definitely written in Draconic. No idea what it says! But, yeah. Hey, it might just be a,
2: we've been here, don't worry about the mountain.
0: (laughs) That would be, yes. uh, Do you think that's that's the kind of thing they'd leave behind? Like a, don't worry about it, we killed all the dragons, sort of uh, thing. uh. Uh,
2: In my experience, most people leave things to warn people not to touch anything.
0: Mm.
1: Yes, but they might have been warning people that they consider this mountain to belong to them but if they've not been here for 200 years then it's up for, grabs. It's up for grabs come on let's go plant your flag
0: <laughs> I will say actually with that 20 on the intelligence check there are four of the characters on it that look like numbers you've definitely seen them hmm. written down in, in like a number form okay and hmm. they're, they're all one after another
1: that's interesting. It might be a day to a year. Could I copy down those four symbols?
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah.
1: Write them on. I will scribble it down and then put it into a pocket. Tuck it deep into a pocket. Keep it safe while we climb.
0: So while you're writing this down, you do see Jackson as well making a note of the. Uh, he's kind of doing his best to scribble down everything in like mm-hmm. the kind of way like. <laughs> He's kind of drawing it as if he's on a piece of paper, as if he was drawing, like a, you know, a thing, rather than writing down letters, because he's trying to get the exact shapes in. Does <laughs> that make sense? Even though he can't read them himself. As well. There we go. You see him tuck it away. As well. Yes, I'll get this translated when we get back to uh, back to civilization. <laughs> I'm sure it's uh, worth uh, keeping a keeping a record of. This is a landmark. but This wasn't on the map at all, or anything. So. This a new landmark, <laughs> yes.
2: Well, the map was kind of fuzzy as we were as it, as you as the higher you go. So I'm not surprised it wasn't on the map.
0: mm-hmm well, quite yes. Well, the next map will be less fuzzy. This is uh, it's all rather marvellous. <laughs> okay, so uh, moving on. Can I get um, athletics checks again from a pair of you? Six. Six. Okay. <laughs> not so great and 22 okay so 22 from Ruby Ruby again you're um, not having much trouble on this next bit it is shall we say now you've kind of moved past the stone things are getting a little bit steeper Meg you're having some difficulties <laughs> um, I'm going to roll um, for um, Jackson the
2: hangover has kicked in
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> did you, would you say, um, Jacksons also seems to be having some difficulties as well with the <laughs> 8 that I re- uh, rolled for him which is saying Meg had had a couple of swigs of um, of the BB <laughs> With her dinner last night as well.
2: Or maybe not enough.
0: Maybe not maybe enough, yes. She's, yeah, she's had enough. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's falling out of tipsiness into middle of the morning hangover.
2: <laughs> it's tax day. Yeah. She has to focus on tax day.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you're definitely, I'd say, you and Jackson, Ruby's fine. You're not having any trouble. This is just like a this is a fun walk in the mountains for you um, Meg, you and Jackson definitely are sort of, you're getting a little bit out of breath on this this next sort of um, this next section, you are, it takes you longer to um, longer to kind of scrabble your way up the slope which is definitely sort of, there's loose sort of um, more kind of loose sort of scree gravel and, and things uh, sort of covering the uh the surface and um as you sort of a couple of times put your your kind of foot in in wrong places it's sort of you just sort of scrape down you just catch yourself at the last second and you know Uh, but you don't fall just yet Uh, i shouldn't say just yet (laughs) Sort of implies you're about to fall um (laughs) but yeah it's it's a bit tricky going for a bit um can i get a perception check um from anybody who wants to to do one Uh, five from ruby
2: 22 for me Uh,
0: 22 from Meg. Okay, so you're not doing well on the climbing front, but um your your ears are still as uh, sharp as ever and um as you're kind of climbing up the, this uh this sort of last sort of stretch of of slope, you see Ruby up ahead of you um sort of striding confidently up. You begin to hear what sounds almost like the booming that you heard the previous evening coming from sort of up over the next rise.
2: I'm going to shout out to Ruby. Um it's the noise again that I heard last night. Stop. Listen.
0: It's quite uh quite a sort of um a lot closer at this point. You know, it definitely sounds like just over the next rise there is something making this sort of kind of rhythmic, sort of fairly regular, sort of booming, kind of kind of like a low kind of cracking, booming, like it sounds like something big sort of smashing together.
1: Ooh. Ruby stop and kind of freezes in place. Looks round back at the other two. I don't like the sound of that noise. Meg shakes it and
2: is like, No, neither do neither do I. Um maybe we get to the ridge and look over before we yeah. head over properly.
0: Okay. Yep.
1: Yeah. Sneak up at the end.
0: Mm, okay. Alright. So de- trying to be stealthy as you come up to the ridge then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kind of guessed tough checks. <laughs> uh, so eight seven from Ruby, from <laughs> seven from Meg, fourteen from Jackson. Um, so yeah, Meg, your your climbing proficiency definitely sort of not helping you at this point. As more gravel comes loose, um, Ruby as well, you don't fare much better. But the three of you just kind of um, quite clumsily kind of claw your way up to the ridge and just sort of peek over it appears that the noise you're making I wouldn't say it's like disturbed what you see um, but the the rhythmic something kind of sort of just stops for a moment after you kind of make the worst of your noise let's say <laughs> and just peeking over you can see at the top of this ridge there's kind of a little bit of a sort of uh, a little bit of a plateau a little bit of a kind of shelf on the, on the kind of mountainside not very wide about probably about 30 feet wide sort of from from the ridge edge to back to a kind of more sort of um, not fully vertical but back against the mountainside Um, but sitting kind of halfway along it maybe about 50 feet, 50-60 feet along is sat with a fairly substantially sized boulder in one hand and another boulder in the other hand appearing to be in the process of just aimlessly smashing these two together is a quite large giant.
1: Going to duck ah. behind the ridge again.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. How the hell are we going to deal with this?
0: You put it maybe 20 feet tall, uh, with a dark kind of slate grey skin. Not too kind of like sort of chunky looking. You know, you, you've seen in your time, you've seen kind of hill giants which have sort of growing kind of fat on the sort of picking off sheep and things from hers. This one, it looks, it's fairly well kind of muscled, fairly sort of lean, and is wearing a sort of uh, kind of loincloth type thing. As I say, it's just kind of sort of sat against the side of the ridge, sort of smashing these two rocks together. And you can see there is a uh, club sort of leant up against the ridge next to it.
1: And there isn't any way we can sneak past.
0: Well, here's the thing. You could potentially try and sort of edge slightly along the ridge that you're kind of cresting and climb up the steeper bit. This would involve um, if successful climbing past the uh, the giant but kind of above him and hoping that he doesn't notice you. You could sneak past that way.
1: I mean giants aren't always the smartest. No. And
2: even if he did hear us, he's not gonna be able to get us any time. He's gonna have to probably come the way that we've gone to get to us. I'm assuming.
1: I don't know we'll if be he throws to that club. Path. Yeah, that's true.
0: Or oh, oh, the rocks.
1: <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, it's that, or we try a different approach. Odds so. aren't good either way, are they? Three on
2: giant versus sneaking past. I say sneaking's the better
1: way. I think we have to try.
0: Uh, Whatever you think is best. (laughs) He does look pretty formidable.
1: If it comes to it, we can try and trick him.
0: Mm. What is that sort of of a riddle of some sort? what, What did you have in mind?
1: I mean, possibly. Or maybe tell him that some warriors with big swords are uh, we're chasing us, but they're coming. They're also coming up, and they will kill him if they find him. So maybe he should ambush them to begin with.
0: Oh yeah. yes, that—that that sounds. That's very devious. Do, yes. <laughs> if you think you will fall for that, that sounds like quite a. Well, I want a story to tell once we're out of all of this.
1: <laughs> well, let's hope we don't need to use any story. Let's go.
0: All right. Well, yes lead the way so as I said you can kind of sort of sneak your way a little bit along There, there is a, a small kind of um, there's it, a slight kind of crevice it's not like uh, not wide enough that you can kind of go along it but it, it's kind of enough of a kind of gap between the rocks that you can just sort of use it to climb your way upwards to kind of get onto the narrow sort of um, I keep using the word ridge line, but there's probably some kind of <laughs> um, there's a narrow sort of ledge ah, there we go, ledge uh, to get aboard the sort of narrow ledge way, which is a sort of going along the same ridge line, but about well, you'd put this giant about 20 feet tall the ridge is probably going along maybe 15 feet above his head if he was stood up, if that makes sense the ledge is maybe only a foot wide so it'd be quite. If you get onto it, you'd have to kind of hand over hand, be holding onto the the mountainside as you cl- as you kind of shuffle along. But you might be able to sneak past that way. Right. Are we ready? Let's
2: try it. Okay. Well.
0: Okay. Okay. So step one. Do we
2: want to rope ourselves together? Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Got <laughs> that.
0: <All> right. <laughs> okay. So well, I know. I know you've got rope everybody's got rope let's just say <laughs> it's in the stand the you know,
1: one thing we all knew to bring
0: yeah yeah <laughs> even Jackson brought rope so roping yourself together I guess in kind of silence a little bit you're trying to you know as I say mm. he's kind of about 50 60 feet along the ridge along the um, kind of shelf from you can we start things off by getting uh, an athletics check for this first little bit of sort of climbing 11 21 from Jackson twenty five okay that's pretty good so twenty five from Ruby uh eleven from meg twenty one from Jackson so yeah between the three of you i mean meg you're you're i don't know for some reason finding it a little bit tricky some of these climbing bits um, but Ruby and jackson you the pair um managed to sort of uh help you up onto this up this crevice which is again thirty five feet from the ridge line upwards so you're you're kind of a little ways up now, and you can see this sort of just sort of snaking around the side of the mountain, going over the head of the um, the sat down uh, giant who has resumed kind of knocking these rocks together. Kind of, you're not seeing why he's doing it. He just seems he's just amusing himself, um, the kind of rhythmic way. Might be this might be his primitive attempt at sort of making some kind of music. You know, he's he's the Ringo star of this mountain. Um, <laughs> Um, In that there's another giant round the the corner who plays guitar, but was also a better drummer than him. Um, (laughs) uh, So yeah, you're now on a a sort of just one foot wide kind of uh, ledge that is snaking its way above him. So I'll say at this point with those same athletics checks, you're able to kind of hang on, if that makes sense. But now we need to roll some stealth checks to see if... um, See if you can sneak past him. Oh, God. Oof. Natural That's... one from... <laughs> natural one from Ruby. Oh, a, s- no. a six from Meg. And, yeah, okay. I got a 19 from Jackson. Okay, so... <laughs> Jackson himself is uh, fairly uh, stealthy. Um, we, we probably should have decided on an order, actually, that, shouldn't we, that we were going along. Who's leading the way?
1: I think oh. that... Ruby's probably leading the way or it's... and I'm probably taking up the end yeah
0: okay well, so're Jackson in the middle all right yeah. so yeah. so you're, you're, you're creeping along and you make it pretty close to the uh, giant and Ruby you slip on a a moss- covered section of the ledge and lose your footing
1: oh for... mmhm and quickly shot myself up <laughs>
0: so you, you kind of you're scrambling to hold on to the ledge you I'd you, say so you, you fall a couple of feet and actually can I get a dexterity saving throw from you see if you catch yourself 11 okay yeah not too bad so you just you you're you find yourself falling yes <laughs> you're, you're starting to pull Jackson down with you um, but you just manage to get one hand out and catch yourself on the ledge um, but the moss-covered rock that you kind of slipped on and some other bits and pieces fall and land on the giant's head. <laughs> <laughs> Who, um... <laughs> oh, kind of... You can't see his expression from the angle that you're at, but you definitely hear like a... <sighs> and he's kind of looking around <laughs> to see where it came from. And he looks up to see a, uh, a dangling tiefling <laughs> about 15 feet above his head. And... Uh, he lets out a, a sort of roar and kind of pulls himself to his feet, dro- dropping the rocks he was holding and using the the club as a uh, as a kind of um, crutch just to stand up.
2: Uh, I thought he was going to use it like and make her like a pinata.
0: <laughs> well, let's get to that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what would you like to do? <laughs> this giant is We'd now like looking up at you. Let's
1: try and pull Ruby back up.
0: Okay, (laughs) all
1: right. Uh, Fantastic. (laughs) Drenth, I'm assuming?
0: Yeah, yeah, can can I get a... I guess this would be athletics. Thirteen. 13 okay I'm assuming you're kind of trying to pull yourself up as well Ruby yeah okay can I get Kay. an athletics check from you obviously we'll between the two of you I think actually 13 will probably do it 18 yeah okay so right. 18 from Ruby between the two of you and let's just say Jackson's helping as well because the, the order that we were in um <laughs> we managed to pull Ruby back up on the ledge but the the giant is now very much aware of the three uh, small people uh, from his point of view Trying to sneak past him and apparently dropping rocks on his head as they're passing. <laughs> um and
2: <laughs> We gotta go.
0: Okay, so are you running? What, what what's the plan? What are you thinking? Well, I'm
2: trying to scramble through as quickly but safely
1: as possible, I think. Okay, we go <laughs> I I I have an idea.
0: Okay. Can
1: yeah. Darkness.
0: Uh, you totally so you can. The
1: giant.
0: Yeah, no, you can totally do that. Yeah, no, you just do it. You don't need to roll anything. It's concentration. Nice. So, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> just as the the um, the giant is sort of you, you, you're pulled up onto the um, onto the ledge. The giant lets out another sort of massive roar and goes to raise his club. You, oh, I said, verbal and somatic, wasn't it? Uh,
1: verbal and. Mis- ...material.
0: Verbal and material. Bat fur and a drop of pitch, a piece of coal. We, we haven't really been doing material stuff so much. Um,
1: um, pitch or coal, I've definitely got. So yeah. I've got torches and stuff.
0: Okay. So thinking quickly, um, you just pull out a pinch of that and... Speak the words of the of the darkness spell, and this globe of darkness just sort of like woof, out from his head. And from it doesn't block sound at all or anything, but there's just this 15 foot radius globe of darkness sort of centered on his head. And you can see his sort of like his lower body, his feet are kind of kicking around his inside as he's clearly very, very confused by this. And the um, he's waving his arms around like the you know, the the club is sort of waving. Um, but he can't see you right now. So, what's the all plan? All I've got
2: in my, oh, all my head is, who turned out the lights? Who turned out the lights?
0: <laughs> but he is um, shouting the giant equivalent of, like, who turned out the lights? But he doesn't speak common, so. I'm, I'm taking neither of you speak giant either, so. Um,
2: no. no. You're, d- you're speak, just hearing you're
0: kind of roaring. Common
2: dwarfish.
0: <laughs> you're just hearing kind of like roaring sound, but he's basically, for for listeners, he's going like, oh god, oh no, I'm blind, what's happening? <laughs> HELP!
2: (laughs) Is there anybody
0: there? (laughs) (laughs) The sun is gone! HELP! (laughs) The time of eternal night is upon us! (laughs) But to you guys it just sounds like as this club is just sort of waving around and he hasn't thought to like step forward or anything he's just kind of in place like like because he doesn't want to step off the cliff like he's not a complete idiot yeah, um, But, yeah, so what would you like to do?
1: <laughs> I'm going to ask Ruby how long that's going to last. Um, well, as long as I don't fall, we've got about 10 minutes. Okay, let's go.
0: <laughs> All right. So, um, I think I'm going to need another athletics check at this point. <laughs> Having neatly sized <laughs> it, just to stay on the little ledge, if that makes sense, because you've kind of had to sort of pull yourself up and that. Uh, 20. 20. From uh, Meg, Eight. eighteen from Ruby. That's pretty good. Uh, I'll do Jackson anyway. Um, okay, well, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Got a natural one from Jackson there, but um, so uh, you're going along. A, you, you know, you, you manage to sort of get about twenty, thirty feet along the um, along the the ledge, and Jackson again slips on another little kind of like slightly kind of damp piece of um, piece of rock. And you can see him just about to sort of just tumble over the uh, over the edge. Yeah, I'll give you a chance to respond. <laughs>
1: uh, fast hand! try and grab him.
0: Yeah, I was going to say because the pair of you are tied to him as well. Um, yeah. So you
1: grab one of them, try and pull him back up.
0: Okay. Um yeah. can I, I, I guess a dex, dex saving throw because you're trying to very quickly go whoop, uh, you know, and just sort of yeah. grab him. Yeah. 18. 18 and natural 20 yeah okay so yeah you see him slip um, he's behind you Ruby um, but Meg you kind of just grab the rope he actually as he slips goes and uh, Ruby you just kind of shoot an arm out and he kind of falls on your arm rather than the <laughs> rather than going as Meg you're kind of holding on to him from behind by the rope he's sort of <laughs> like he's not just. oh I thought that could have been that could have been the end of me oh onwards behind you, you can still hear the, the roaring of the giant and the three of you make it around the, the corner and back onto the trail uh, leaving the, you know, you can still hear him, you still hear the roaring of the giant but like, out of sight um, the roaring dies down after a little bit you guess maybe he's sort of taken a step and realised that the, the darkness is not there but he's maybe not smart enough to come to realise that, you know, you're you know you've gone that way <laughs> he sort of he sort of thought like he thought that you've, you've maybe you've disappeared completely off of the side of this mountain because you know it, it were above you it, you were above him and everything um, so congratulations on neatly sidestepping the giant encounter that I had planned um, <laughs> <laughs> no it's fine it's fine That's that was smart thinking Okay, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks' time on Thursday the 11th of June with the conclusion of this story, and we hope you'll join us for that. Uh, in the meantime, you can get in contact with us on Twitter and Facebook, both of which we're at Pretend with Dice. Uh, if you're a Discord user, you can also join our server by following the Discord link in our Twitter bio. And finally, you can email us at PretendingWithDice at Outlook.com. Uh, If you're an iTunes or Apple podcast user or indeed a user of any app that lets you leave reviews, uh, it'd be really great if you could leave us a rating and review. Uh, It all helps us to find new listeners and we'd love to hear what you all think of the podcast. Uh, So for now, that's our show. I hope you all enjoyed it. We'll see you next time.